nice and smoothly for once. Good morning. How are you all? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you all doing? Good morning, Margaret O'Brien. Good morning, Pauline Rogers. Good morning, Sophia Lopez. Um, ooh, ooh. How are you all doing? How's life? <laughs> morning, Raspberry. No, not right. Morning, Raspberry. Morning, Janine. Morning, Pamela. Morning, Lexi Cal. Morning, Creatorholic. Morning, Lynn Denton. Morning, Faith Goodman. Thank you for your wishes to the family. Morning, Natasha, Vicky, Marie, Goodship Lollipop, Leanne, Giovi, uh, Claire, April Hill. Good morning. Um, so as I was just saying over on um, Instagram, I, I, I literally, I can't do the news today. Um, I am not in a good place at all. I, I feel so low and down and horrified and terrified and scared out of my mind with what is happening um, in Gaza. Um, but I'm not in a good place to talk about it. So, and to talk about other news without talking about it. Um, just seems just seems wrong so i'm not going to talk about it today and i am gathering myself with it um yeah so i thought why don't i instead and this might not be for everybody so i completely understand if some of you want to leave the live <laughs> um because today I am going to do what a lot of you have been asking me for a very long time, which is for me to do an ADHD catch-up. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, Claire, it is, it is traumatic. And my parents are going back to um, Jordan next week. And I really don't want them to go. <laughs> but also, I am totally of the belief that if I was an elderly person, my parents, you know, are t totally complimentous. I would not want t anyone telling me what to do. <laughs> and I want to say, them, don't go. But um, I, I can't do that. They have to make, they have to make um, their own decisions. Um, even though I'd love to take full control. Are you seeing me? Is everything okay? Because everything is frozen and weird. Well, of course it is. Because Mark isn't here. Let me try this one. Oh, I am on that one. It's all frozen. So if you don't want to talk about ADHD today, then uh, that's fine. That's fine. So, um, so first of all, I was diagnosed just under a year ago, I think now, was it? One of you will probably tell me, be able to tell me the exact date. That's one of that. That's one of the uh, the problems with ADHD is dates, <laughs> executive function. Um, so, I hope there are some people here that have been asking uh, Mark and I to do an ADHD chat. Um, if not, obviously this is uploaded. So, um, if you know anyone that wanted to know about this, if you let them know and say that we've done this video, it's actually 
why, why have I done it without Mark here? I think because it's a funny thing with Mark and his ADHD is that I think because the diagnosis he got for ADHD came, you know, after the diagnosis that he got for um, uh, bipolar. And I think he was just, he's just been, he was just feeling so overwhelmed with the thought of another thing. Morning, Reese. lovely to see you. you should, Mark and Nanny Di were talking about what, what a brilliant brain you have. They were talking about you yesterday morning, it was, after coffee moaning, talking about you in films. So uh, nice to see you. Um, right, how does both the diagnosis and the medication help? That's the first question. Sorry, I didn't see who that was for because I've got no questions going up and down again here. Um, right, well, first of all, on my, a spider, my son was diagnosed 18 months ago, but still no medication. Is that because you didn't want medication or because they haven't prescribed it yet? Um, what I would say is... Um, what I would say is that a friend of mine whose um, child was diagnosed with HHD around the same time as I was, he was having real, real difficulties with his, um, with his exams and was really, really losing any hope, thinking that he was stupid, thinking that he had something wrong with his brain. He was just neurospicy. He didn't have something wrong um, because he couldn't remember stuff. He couldn't recall stuff. Anyway, she did get a diagnosis of ADHD. And he did start with a um, small dose of medication. And it's not for everybody. It's really not for everybody. I, I'm not going to sit here and say everybody has to take ADHD medication. Um, but what I would say is... Um, him taking the medication alongside her fully engaging with the school um, has made a huge difference. And he managed to scrape through his GCSEs, which he wouldn't have at all. So there's all sorts of like um, extra help that you can get with ADHD at school. So if you're here because your child has ADHD, Please do look into that and please insist that your school um, supports you and your child with it. For instance, you do get extra time in your GCSEs. And I heard somebody saying the other day, oh, God, yeah, people with ADHD get extra time in their, in, in their exams. And I just and there was like this real like tone. And this particular person is actually very, very good at school, brilliant memory and everything. And I, I bit my lip, I bit my lip. Because I just so wanted to say, if you could walk in the shoes of a child with ADHD at school, just for an hour, you would not resent that extra 20 minutes that they get in an exam. And it is. It's, it's just because people don't understand. And why should they? I mean, there's a million bloody conditions that are out there that I know nothing about because it doesn't relate to me. You know, but of course people don't know about, about the Gaza and Israeli situation because it never related to them. They didn't know what happened 75 years ago. You know, it's the same thing for me. Not every, when people get angry with people not knowing, um, I don't think that's fair really. Because I mean, I didn't know anything about bipolar 2 until Mark was diagnosed with bipolar 2. Um, I don't know if any of you follow um, Tracy Emin. Uh, Tracy Emin got uh, had the most the 
aggressive kind of um, bladder cancer. She's had to be almost completely rebuilt, stoma bag, rebuilt vagina. She's so open about everything. And she was talking about how, because last week was Invisible uh, Disability Awareness Week, wasn't it? And she was saying, you know, sometimes I am so desperate. I need to get to a toilet. She has a stone bag and everything. She said, please, please, can people stop thinking I'm being a diva when I'm when I ask to maybe jump a queue? I'm not. And I suppose this is we we just never know what people are going through. So, for instance, that oh well, all right for everyone with ADHD, isn't it? It's all right for them getting twenty minutes. Maybe just don't say that because maybe you know that you don't really know what what's going on for that person, you know. If somebody really reaches out, like Tracy Emma did, this guy, and I said, sorry, would you really, would you mind if I just went ahead? You know, don't think of her as a diva. Think that there might be something going on for her. Um, so to answer the question about, like, what was it like to get the diagnosis? It was, it was two things. I was desperate to be told that I had ADHD because I was desperate to have a reason for some stuff. And, but I also was in complete denial and still am. I still have fear that I don't have it. Uh, denial that I had it, you know, cause it was my kids that, that kept saying I should get diagnosed, get a diagnosis because when Mark was diagnosed, they were going, but mum, I said, I didn't know Mark was ADHD, did you? And they were like, mum, everybody knows you and dad are ADHD. All our friends know you. It's like when, when Mark got his diagnosis of bipolar 2, Maddie, Maddie said, oh, was that news then? Me and my friends always talk about you having bipolar 2. These kids are so informed, aren't they, on the neurospiciness of the world. So when I was told that I'd got it, at the exact moment that the um, assessor said to me, you know, you are showing, you know, many symptoms of ADHD, you know, could safely say you have ADHD, blah, blah, blah. I burst into tears. I literally burst into tears. And, and she said to me, oh God, no, no, you know, it's not that bad. She thought I was like devastated because I'd been given this thing. But actually, I, I was just almost relieved that it was that. I was, that's what it was. It was almost relief that so much of what I am and that I have built up a totally, a, a suit of armour around. I mean, you guys who know, who know, who know me well, you know, you know, I'll often go, oh, well, God, I'm rubbish at that. And oh, God, well, yeah, da, da, da. oh, well, don't ask me, I'll forget. Oh, well, no, oh, God, did I? Oh, well, what am I like with emails? All of this stuff, and anyone that's got ADHD um, will understand this. It's all the... Um, it's all the tools you use to bat off anybody saying anything about you. You know, lazy is a word that's used so often with people with ADHD. But actually, if you want to get something really dumb, um, and it's something that interests an ADHD person, there is going to be nobody faster, nobody with more focus, nobody with more, you know, right, get your teeth stuck in, five. But, but, but... One of the symptoms of ADHD is that you can you can have like great ideas, but you can have too many. So it's like you open a chocolate box and then you get all the chocolates out, da, 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 firing off, and then you can't actually maintain that. 
So it would look to people that you're lazy. Um, and so all my life I'd been told that I was lazy. So I, so I, I think that's part of why I work so hard, why I work seven days a week, really. And whenever I'm not working, I feel guilty and I always feel tired is because I, I'm always trying to prove not even so much to other people, but to myself that I'm not lazy. And, and our girls get so furious with us. You know, so often Mark and I would get to the end of the day and we'd go, oh God, I'm exhausted. I don't know why. My God, I haven't got this done. And they're like, you're exhausted. You don't know why. You haven't bloody stopped. You know, the fact that I couldn't, that I, <laughs> you know, all my life I joked about giving myself a lifetime ban because I was so dangerous on the road as a driver. And then you find out that, you know, rates of accidents in, um, in uh, women with ADHD are so high. And what I would say, I say, well, I can't drive because I lose consciousness. But actually what I was doing was just losing, it was those laps of concentration, just like, so, I, so I'd be like, almost like, oh my God. All oh, right, I'm turning here. All oh, right. But I mean, pat on the back to me that I realised that I was dangerous without even knowing. Do you know what I told myself my whole life? That I was too stupid. Didn't say that out loud, but I'd say, I'm too stupid to drive. So all the situations in answer to what was it like when you got the diagnosis, it was, it was, it was very, very difficult to begin with, thinking back over all the things that I had just put down to me being stupid, inadequate, um, and a whole load of other, a whole load of other, you know, really derogatory terms. It was amazing because my lovely counsellor, ADH counsellor, she said to me, but she said, but look, you are, a, you would be deemed a successful person. And when she said that, I was like, you know, I just never felt, I never feel like I've got to where I'm supposed to have got. So then after that, after the initial, um, you know, diagnosis, shock, weird, God, this is so weird, I then went into, which I think a lot of people get, yeah, ADHD burnout is a real thing, so be mindful to take time out. Yes, Christine, Beth, thank you, it is, and I see Mark do that all the time as well. Um, it was then, and I spoke to another friend of mine who was diagnosed with it. And we started off on this thing of going, oh my God, when I think about that opportunity that I said no to, or when I think about that, or when I think about when I did this, my impulsive behaviour, you know, I really, really, I mean, I know you see me as more the healthy person, all of that, but that really did come with motherhood. Before that, I was really impulsive. I was... You know, I drank so much. I was a crazy drinker. I would jump into really dangerous situations. I'd be really impulsive and compulsive in relationships that weren't right and weren't good for me. And if I'd stopped and paused for five minutes and had to think about it, I was talking to an actor actually the other day at Loose Women, who I won't say his name actually because I don't know if it's out that he's got ADHD and we were really connecting on that. It's like, oh God, yeah, I'm in love. Oh yeah, you know, that really impulsive behaviour. So, you know, addiction is a massive problem. The figures are so high. I'm not going to quote any figures here because I don't really like to do that because you can get different figures from all over the place. But trust me, my, my ADHD counsellor said they are extremely high addictive behaviour. So that's why I think if you think you have ADHD and you have children because there is, you know, really strong belief that it is genetic, 
I would absolutely say get your child diagnosed because not necessarily to go on the medication, but so that you can understand some of the behaviours that they might fall into. Um, Anita Burke, will you ever try driving again now that you're on your meds? I don't think so. I thought I was going to, but I don't think I am. I really, I just, I think if I lived out of London, I might, but, but you know, it is so, you have to be so tough. I mean, Dina goes out, she's like this, what? You know, and she's like, she's proper, she didn't take any shit. I'll be like, ooh, I'll never get anywhere. I'd be too nervous. <laughs> um, and also, I don't necessarily feel the medication. I just don't feel confident. I suppose I would need a specialist ADHD driving instructor to get my confidence really up. Um, Susan Mann, my daughter is going to have her child tested. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, get her to do the test online first. So to just, there's a test that will give you a good idea whether it's worth pursuing the test because um, there are waiting lists or if you pay, um, you know, there's even waiting lists to pay now. Oh my God, Joy Clark, it took five years for my son to get diagnosed. He describes his ba brain as like a messed up Rubik's cube. Has he, has he started, uh, is he going to try the medication or... Something else I would say is um, a friend of mine who was diagnosed, God, these are all different people, somebody at work, a colleague, and he's a fairly young guy. I mean, God, he, he is so ADHD. It's unbelievable. For years, everyone has been at work has been saying he's got ADHD. Anyway, he eventually got as, as assessed. And I was quite surprised because this was on the NHS. He got assessed. And if you watch that terrible documentary can't remember what the name of it was now, where it was basically saying any private, was suggesting that avoid all private clinics and go in to NHS. His NHS care was brilliant. He got to see a psychiatrist, he saw them twice and all of this, but then he was given the, um, the medication and told to go away and gradually up it himself. Well, that's not every time my medication was upped, I'd have an appointment, we'd have a discussion. So that was weird. Anyway, he wasn't doing well on the medication at all. He really wasn't happy on it. So I was sort of counselling him a bit. And I said, you know what? There's lots of different kinds of medication. Go back and ask for a different one because a different one might work really well for you. It was Joni, wasn't it? And, um, and lo and behold, it has made all the difference. But a lot of people don't realise that, that you, can, um, that you can ask for, you know, to try a different one. Um. A, a good resource is ADHD, ADHD, ADD Tude. So like Attitude, but written but with ADD. They're, they're, they're a website. They've got um, an Instagram account. And you could literally ask on any subject and they've done a podcast on it. So I listened to loads and loads of those after I got diagnosed. And it really helped me understand myself a bit more. Um, I've, I have at times felt felt a little bit silly sometimes because there's been I had a period of time where I was feeling like really stupid and I've caught I caught a couple of people talking about me and ADHD kind of walked past the room and heard them saying something and I felt really 
horrible about it. And it, they weren't being like particularly personal or nasty, but it was a bit, it was a bit around that vibe, like, God, hasn't everybody got ADHD? God, I, I've always thought she's all right. It was that kind of a vibe. And, and I have to really steal myself from not saying, oh my God, oh, I'm going back to that place of, oh God, I haven't got ADHD, I haven't got ADHD. I am really all these things because my brain's fucked and this and this and that. And I have to be really mindful of that. And then when you get these articles, oh my God, has the whole world got ADHD? I, I don't read those anymore because they all more or less say the same thing. And they're people that just haven't really looked into it and don't really know what they're talking about. So... Um, Sorry, I just got to turn that off. So, yeah, so I get low moments sometimes when I almost feel guilty for being diagnosed. Uh, Joy Clark, schools may get... You need an official diagnosis before they get help. Yeah, this is not true. Schools can put things in place before the diagnosis, or can they? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's great. Thank you for that. Uh, capture the grade. Filling out my 10-year-old daughter's referral form now. She's brilliant, creative and fun, but in the last year she goes hyper on the ceiling and then collapsed with exhaustion and fully believes she's ill. Yeah, well, in a way, that in a way, and this might sound weird, you're a bit luckier because so many ADHD girls are very, very still and all of that activity is going on in their brain and they have never got a chance in hell of anybody suggesting they might have ADHD. Um, oh, Catherine Cronin says, yes, before diagnosis, fantastic. Hi, Natasha, I feel the same about my fibromyalgia diagnosis. Sometimes I wonder if I really have it or if I'm just being dramatic. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Am I just being dramatic? You've got fibromyalgia, my God, horrific. Um absolutely horrific and I know that also people do a lot about that fibromyalgia oh is it in the mind Emmy or it's just in the mind um maybe there are special lessons says Helen Faherty for driving I know I just think I just think it's too long because you know just driving as you get older anyway 16 next years guys uh next year guys and I think oh the other thing I was going to say I asked my um my menopause expert lady about can um, ADHD be exacerbated by the menopause and it can. So I possibly, a lot of what I thought was increased brain fog with my um, menopause, which it certainly was increased because I was so low on testosterone. Also my ADHD might have been like crashing into that as well. Yes, really 60 years young. Um, so I know a lot of people like to ask, have asked me over time about the, um, medication. Oh, you're taking HRT and Elvance. How are you finding that, D Silverfields? I, I am, I am on Elvance, which is, I believe, though I'm no doctor, everything has to be checked, that is, because I'm more physically, I'm physically hyperactive and brain hyperactive, so if I was more of a still one, I think, I think I would be on a different one. Um, yeah, it did, Lisa. I th definitely my symptoms worsened after menopause. But of course, and I do feel sorry for myself about this. I didn't realise what the menopause, I didn't know what the menopause was and I didn't know what ADHD was. So I just thought I was going mad. Elvance is out of stock, is it? God, here we go. <laughs> um... 
a big thing for me to discover, which was very painful and very upsetting, because when I think about how much of my life was consumed by it, was my compulsive eating. Eating beyond what I wanted to eat. Like, you know, bowl of peanuts, two handfuls, full, might feel a bit sick. Maybe I'm a bit thirsty even because I've had all that salt but without even knowing I've eaten the whole bowl. Elvance is available in the UK, Pauline. That's the one I'm on. I'm on Elvance. So that compulsive eating, like, you know, standing and, and eating like a whole loaf of bread just in the toaster, not even knowing. So, you know, you guys know how hard I've worked. I went to mindfulness course. I went to Overeaters Anonymous. All these things that I did, always thinking that I just, there was something really wrong with me, that I was greedy, that I was this, that I was that. Anxiety. So I would just eat. I just nibble all day long to quell my anxiety. Because before I got diagnosed with um, ADHD, if anyone had said to me, do you suffer with anxiety? I would have said no. And then I started taking ADHD medication and I was like, oh, what's that weird feeling that's not there? And then I started to notice I wasn't like eating like that. I thought, oh my God, I was able to then recognise that it was anxiety and I didn't know because I'd had it all my life. That's just what I'd grown up with. And probably led to me drinking so much, smoking so much, overeating. I mean, I was a compulsive smoker, compulsive drinker. Oh, God, and what I've done to my body. Mm. Um, yeah, so Anita Burke, do I still do the 16-8? No, I don't. I have, they've done more research on that. And for some people, the 16-8 is brilliant. But with my hormonal thing, and I, this was uh, Professor Tim Spector said to me, that's probably too long a fast. You probably don't need to do that. He said more like 10 hours. So I do whatever my last meal was, I'll roughly fast for 10 hours afterwards. So most of that is sleep. Um, but also I am... I do feel very rid of, I love, I love food, I love to cook, but I don't have that sort of, I'm not using it as a sort of almost as a medication because you can medicate with food. People don't understand that, but you can. Not everybody that overeats is just greedy. What is greedy anyway? What is that word? Maybe it's just medication. You know, people, you know, it's it's whether you self-medicate with booze or food or sex or whatever. Maybe that's, you know, what is greedy? Because most people do not want to be, most people, not all, some people are totally happy with being overweight, overweight, obese, and it's everybody's choice. But most people do not want to be. So there is something compulsive going on there. And to just say that it's just greed, what is greed if you really drill into it? You know? Um, um, sorry, what was that other question I saw just going up there? So, so I do, so the medication, like when you first go on it, it's the weirdest thing because what they do is they do this thing called titration. 
which they just, ah, oh, yes, viance, it's the same thing, where you just gradually, where they're just trying to find what is the right amount for your particular brain. Um, oh, you started, baby, you started weight training, Catherine. Well, okay, so that is a really good example, right, of a change in me since the, med since the medication, is that I'm able to start something and continue consistently on with it. Whereas before, I could never quite finish anything. You know, I won a celebrity master, did you know? God knows how, because as, as John Tarode said, Nadia, you're a great starter, you're a lousy finisher. <laughs> I'd only half read a recipe if they gave us a recipe. Never like fully did things. Um, which if you haven't got ADHD, you literally see people glaze over. They don't know what you're talking about when you talk about executive function skills. So these are the sort of things that are included in executive function skills. Self-awareness, inhibition, nonverbal working memory. That's the ability to hold things in your mind. Essential visual imagery, how well you can picture things mentally. Verbal work, working memory, that self-speech or internal speech. Most people think of this as their inner monologue. Emotional self-regulation, the ability to take the previous four executive functions and use them to manipulate your own emotional state. This means learning to use words, images and your own self-awareness to process and alter how you feel about things. So a lot of people with ADHD have emotional deregulation where they just, and, and it's, it's such a difficult thing and, and can be such a difficult thing because it can really affect people's ability to have relationships with children, to make friends. Like a lot of children with this deregulation can have tantrums. They can yeah, get the um, uh, hypersensitivity dysphoria, take things in and feel it much more deeply than somebody else might. Um, get very angry, sometimes say mean things for, for no real reason. Um, and self-motivation, how well you can motivate yourself to complete a task, to complete a task. On Saturday, I cleared out the laundry room so comprehensively, like every single thing in there, I know what it is and where it is and what... That could not have happened for me before. I never quite get to a tidy place. My room upstairs is still a challenge, but the laundry room is done. It's not like a magic wand. You're not suddenly an amazingly organized person. Planning and problem solving. Experts sometimes like to think of this as self-play, how we play with information in our minds. Don't you like that? to come up with new ways of doing something by taking things apart and recombining them in different ways. We're planning solutions to our problems. So anyone who exhibits classic symptoms of ADHD will have difficulty with all or most of those seven executive functions I just listed. Think about that. Think about how exhausting that can make your day. Think about the child or the teenager that's already struggling with so much 
that's coming in, but they're also struggling with many or all of those seven functions that other people don't even think about. I was saying to Kay and Jane the other day, and I could see them both glazing over a big... And I was saying, oh my God, I get it now with you guys. Like, when you like... When you're like, you've like organised something and you write out your lists and then like you cross off your list and you've got it done and then you feel, or like when an email comes in and you deal with it and they're like looking at me going, yeah, this is just like a normal human being. I go, I can sometimes do that now. <laughs> and they're like, well, you could never do that. No. So imagine how much more exhausted I am at the end of the day than you are. Because all that, all that stuff... I, I'm just like, I'm constantly like letters, piles of letters unopened. Things arrive here, I don't open them. Like emails, thousands unopened. Um, um, it's, 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 it's a lot. That's a lot. And, and if you have ADHD and you're listening to me now, I know you'll be going, oh my God, that's me. Isn't that just that I'm lazy? Isn't that just that I'm stupid? Isn't that just that I'm this, 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 this? Um, executive function. Somebody just asked what it was. Executive function skills. The, the website that I'm on now is, is spelled A-D-D-I-T-U-D-E-M-A-G.com. ADTitude, like attitude, but with ADD. It's Tony Dunsford, exactly. So people get very frustrated, people get very frustrated, and then they can get very angry and rageful. So, um, I mean, I did the other day, I had a complete blow up upstairs because I had just spent another two hours looking for my fucking phone that was under the towel on the stool where I'd been sitting. I was so upset. And I came down, I'm, I just can't bear, I can't bear my brain, I can't bear, my, it's just so fucking annoying. And, um, and like Mark and everyone was just like, just, just, just ignore it. <laughs> Not ignore it, but just let it be because I just had to get it out because it was just like, I'm so tired. So if you are having trouble with your child, just don't pile on more pressure. You've got to find ways to help them find ways to manage that stuff. Because what we're actually asking us to do is to fit into a world that doesn't actually fit our particular brain. And that's what's sad about it, really. It's because, it's because the world's become so sophisticated, hasn't it? So, you know, if, if, if I didn't have to feel so guilty because I can't do my things and I can't da 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 and I can't have a really tidy house and da-da-da and da-da-da, would I take medication? Or would I just be able to say, this is me? And this is my neuro spicy brain and out of it, a whole load of other amazing things come out of this brain. And that's what I am struggling with. That's what I'm pushing and pulling on. It's like, because I don't want, my mom is 87. She doesn't take any medication. She doesn't. She didn't take a single medication. And that has always been my, my ambition is to be, you know, never take any medication until it's like life-saving. So I am taking medication in a way to fit in with the world because the world is really quite stressful without this executive function and without my compulsive 
behavior and all of this it's, it's actually quite hard now there are so many um websites and instagram accounts and stuff that that will help with how to do this without medication right how to find um routines and procedures and that is really what i should be doing that's how i feel i feel guilty about taking medication because i don't believe in and I do think there is such a thing as big pharma and I hate it. And nearly everything that I need to, you know, get better with, I've used homeopathy, I use acupuncture, I use all these things. So I, I resent it, but I'm also so grateful to it. Um, yeah, so it's a real push me, pull me thing. Um, the, the, the thing about ADHD medication is that it, from the first day you take it, it starts working for, within an hour and a half. So there's no build up in the body and it's out of your body in 10 hours. So when I lost that phone and I was crying because I was so angry with myself, I was actually out of my medication window. Um, and yeah, yeah. So I do, I do feel, I do feel yeah, guilt. If I'm really honest, I feel guilty about taking it. I feel like I'm, sorry, I was just taken a bit by that for a second. Because if there was anybody else sitting opposite me saying they feel guilty, I'd be like, oh, shut up. Why should you bloody feel guilty? You know? <laughs> um, I feel guilty, I suppose, why do I feel guilty? I think it's a bit like, why don't you just be you in the way you are? And I think when I look back about the sort of mum that I was, though I, you know, and though I know my kids feel really loved and cared for and all of that, I think my lack of ability to organise and, I mean, just it's just so bad. I mean, it's much worse than you ever see on here. I, I think has really affected people around me because I, you know, and like I've been a really bad friend in the past because I haven't been able to maintain things. So I think, you know, taking the medication and then being a better person is, yeah, I think I'm a, I think that I, I, I do the world a bit better. That's what I think. But I, I don't want to take it all my life. And the thing is, you don't ever get over it. You know, basically, our brains don't, they believe, don't produce enough dopamine. So dopamine is the thing that we need to like, to, to you know, for the impetus to get things done. So that's why so many people with ADHD will, you, you know, will overeat or overdrink or or do compulsive things or take huge risks put themselves in very dangerous in a very dangerous place mark and i will always leave everything to the last minute always have boom because when you've got that hit of dopamine you've got the energy so we just don't produce enough uh dopamine my midwife so who's that said my midwife told me guilt what was that Anna Marie, my midwife told me mum guilt will be with me forever. It doesn't go, does it? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, 
yeah, I, just if I'm honest, I do, when I really stop and think about it, I do feel guilty about taking the medication, but I also can then intellectualize that and say, come on, give yourself a fucking break. You know, and I can slap myself around the face and tell myself off. So it's, it's I, I do have a bit of a conversation going back and forth with that. So, yeah. One of the signs of ADHD is um, over-talking, which is what I do, isn't it? And overthinking. <laughs> Joy Clark, overthinking guilt is huge in ADHD. My son is under cams. Yeah, it is. That's Mark. Oh, my God. His overthinking is just massive. And that... Just on its own, if you're a massive overthinker, which I always have been as well, is exhausting. So just that on its own is enough to drive you bloody bonkers. Um, yeah. So I think that better be it because I've got loads of things that I haven't done. But there you go. Perfect example of ADHD. Um, Michelle, does your mum better understand ADHD? No, I don't think so. And I don't ask anyone to understand. At the beginning, when I was first diagnosed, I wanted everyone to understand about it. And then I shut the fuck up because I realised, you know, everybody's got their stuff, haven't they? That's why if I'm asked about it, I'll talk about it, but I don't talk about it other otherwise because a lot of people don't believe in it. A lot of people um, have just got enough stuff, you know? So... I, I I don't talk to... Sometimes I'll say to my mum and dad, oh, you know, that's a bit ADHD, but they don't really say anything. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. That I feel very loved and cared for and have done all my life by my parents. So, yeah. Anyway. Love you guys. Um, I'm thinking, because Mark's um, filming this week and it's half turn, so I've got the kids here and everything... I'm thinking that this week I might do a bit of a special coffee moaning with Lee, my friend Lee. I haven't asked him this yet. <laughs> so if Lee and you're in the gym and you're hearing me say this, would you like to do a coffee moaning with me? What do you think? Would you like that? I thought it'd be really nice. Nice change. I'm going to swap husbands. What do you think? Anyway, if you are new to the channel, please... Um, subscribe, hit the notification bell and have a look around because there's loads of stuff going on here. Meanwhile, have a lovely day. Bye.